from MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. Almost live. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm never alive. I just finished watching the men's final, like directly before I left the house. You did the Corey method. Well, and how was it? I hated it because <laughs> I woke up. I was going to say you were you didn't get the full Corey experience. I woke up in the middle of the fifth set. Yeah, and so I knew and you made the mistake of turning on that channel. Well, I assume by waking up in the fifth set, I assume that there were four more before it. <laughs> but I mean. You didn't do the pro move of having making sure your TV was on a different channel when you turned it on. No, total rookie mistake. Fell asleep to the <laughs> tennis channel uh, or whatever channel. Fell asleep. Yeah, fell asleep to ESPN too. Um, so I got to wake up with the lovely sounds of John McEnroe's dumb face. <laughs> He's the worst. I hated the commentary this tournament. He I will is say. the worst. Not to start on a negative note already, but no, we're actually starting on a positive note. <laughs> Two things. Two things. One, the number one thing. What can you name the best thing about the Australian Open? Welcome to the Tennis Revolution podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, um, the, what was they the know. best thing? I know they downloaded it. They, it's in the it's in the title. Unless what? it's on the radio somewhere and they just flipped on a station. <laughs> we don't know Not yet. yet. No. What is the what was the best thing about it? The number one thing about the Australian Open. You'll never guess. No. Well, this is your opinion, obviously. Oh no, it's a fact. <laughs> that. Never mind. I was going to go dark, and I can't do that. Um, I was going to say that they actually got to play and nobody was hurt. Or, uh, well, of course, um, that's... That an American woman won, of course, is the no, best. absolutely not. <laughs> I knew that wasn't the answer. Novak Djokovic did not do his dumb heart thing really? after he won. Wow. Now, I'm thinking maybe it might be over or it might be a Kobe thing uh, where it was just like... Or he was too tired. Or something. Hmm. But yeah, he... He didn't do his dumb heart thing, and uh, I <laughs> fell in love with him all, all over again. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, and, and my estimation of what the best thing is, at least in regards to the men's, is that we got the final that we wanted, and it was competitive. A lot of times we get the final we want, and it's not competitive. This time it was, at least. And on top of that, it it the best possible scenario happened. Right. We're still correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... The only one that we've talked about breaking out of the pack is still doing so. Right. Yeah, and, and this is not revisionist history because you can go back and listen. I've always said that he is the one guy, I think, that can win slams of the next gen. But I think this is the first time we have definitive proof that the gap is closing, too. With A lot. And that makes it exciting. Medvedev making the final and losing a doll in five, that was a one time. That doesn't prove... That the gap's closing, yeah. in my opinion. But now that it's happening... What was Medvedev's score in this final? <laughs> oh, wait. In the round of 16. Yeah, he wasn't uh, in it. But, but now you can see the gap closing. Every time team has played one of these guys, it's gotten closer. Yeah. So that... It's definitely closing with him, but it's also closing just overall. And it's the natural order of things. Yeah. That's how it should be. And it makes the French, to me, way more interesting. Right. Um... Because now I don't even know how to rank the top three going into the French, well, actually. actually, to be fair, if everybody listens to the podcast next week, it's not the French we'll be waiting <laughs> for. But we'll talk about that next. That's, That's right. called a tease in the business. There you go. Now, I think it's called a tease in the business. I'm not really in this <laughs> business, but you know who is in this business? Mm. The second best thing about this week, Mr. MZ Studio himself is sitting right behind me. Finally. But as usual, <laughs> no help. He might as well not be here. As a matter of fact, he's kind of a hindrance. Yes. But the tennis term mixed in with broadcasting. I like it. You like that? Yeah. So I think the the best case scenario happened for me because of this podcast. I was cheering for Novak. Of course. <laughs> I wanted to continue to be correct. <laughs> but it's exactly as we predicted. If team starts taking over from if he beats Nadal in the, at the French, right? First of all, they're going to crown him. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll he. I hope he pulls out. 
a king's crown out of his bag <laughs> and he'll be the new king that would be great we need more props in tennis no <laughs> no <laughs> how many times how many times we'll have to get this prop bet how many times will john mcenroe say he's no longer the prince of clay <laughs> how many times uh, too Dur- many. during that final if he gets up right. on nadal if nadal makes it i mean nadal's a hundred that's what i'm saying i to me, those three, it's going to have a lot to do with who plays who in the semis. Because um, like last year, it could have been Nadal and team in the semis, and Djokovic wouldn't have played team, and then he'd have been in the final, and who knows. Right. So it's, I think that's what is the most interesting to me. And of course, team may not even be in the top four at that point either. He could be still be fifth, and then it's really crazy. I would think he would be by then, but you never know. So we just going to talk about the men, or do we care about the women also? Oh, I thought we were, I figured we would go into the women's first because it was much more historic, I guess. Was it? I don't know. No. <laughs> from our perspective, from American perspective, maybe. Well, no, not really because we've had Americans winning it. True. I mean, we had two Americans winning at one time. <laughs> Serena and her daughter. Yeah. They played together. <laughs> um, if you will. Well, and that's, they tried to make it historic by the youngest one to win since Serena in 2002. It's like, yeah, but she's 21, and we just had Osaka win that was like 18 or... A different... Yeah. So I'm like, it. the age to me doesn't seem that impressive, especially when we got Coco, you know, making the round of 16 as a 15-year-old. Yeah. Um. So I'm not into the age comparison. To me, that's not a big deal. Well, and of course, the, the tried and true, the first player from to win a thing from... <laughs> right. It's, shut up. Well, and... This is no fault of hers, and I'm not diminishing her win at all, but it was funny how they brought up the stat multiple times that Muguruza beat five seeds to get to the final, and Kennan beat one. And then in the final, Kennan didn't play a seed, so she beat one seed to win a slam. That's got to be a record. It's pretty um, good. So not to say that she didn't deserve it. She did beat the number one player in the world. No, I'm pretty sure N- Nadal <laughs> has done that before, right? Beaten nobody. Hasn't he it done seems that like It looks yeah. like that when he's playing them, uh, if it's a French Open. But so that doesn't, I'm not saying that diminishes it at all, but it is just a funny stat. Right. You can't really, I don't think you can consider her one of the best players in the world when she beat one of them. And really that was the one match she should have lost. Yeah. That match against Barty, she had no reason to win. So on the women's side, that stat sure is telling, but what's more telling is she played Muguruza in the final. Right, I mean that that makes it less of a final. Totally. Um, overall, it's funny because we had just talked about the Panetta and Vinci final last week. I mean, in terms of ranking, this was very similar. Well, the upside is, I think Gabinia obviously is good enough to be there because she's been there twice before, right? Including in tournaments where other players, major players, were factors. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't look like this tournament as much. And, and this was the first slam ever, like when I mean ever, but in forever that she hasn't been seated. So it's not like right. she's and, a perennial. And it does seem to me that she's back. It wasn't fluky. No, I mean, she, she looked amazing. She played yeah. uh, well. So, it, you know, on the one hand, it's you see an unseated player, you see a, you know, 14 seed. But then the other hand, you see, oh, she's a two time champion. Right. And at the top of the game at a certain point, it just hasn't been recently. But she didn't look like it in the final. No. It was very Both players very streaky. Um, start, stop, just seemed real choppy. The level of tennis in the semis and finals of the women's was very up and down. Right. That Barty Kennan, despite... Are you, are you saying women are more emotional? <laughs> I was I, I was actually felt bad for the women in the Barty and Kennan match because Chris Everett was not stopped talking about how bad they were playing. <laughs> And yeah. I'm like, you've got Ken right. in her first semifinal ever, and you've got Barty in her home slam. I mean, like, well, I'm a little bit of slack. Here's actually what I thought because she kept Chris Ever kept mentioning how tight they both looked. Right. I actually thought in the first set, early in the first set, I thought Kenan was trying to slow the ball down, actually, right. on purpose, not out of tightness. I think it turned into tightness because it's hard to, you know, have that right. fi- amount of fine motor skills. Uh, trying to slow it down and and be precise. Well, I thought she did that actually against Muguruza too in the beginning. I kind of right. thought so. I don't. I think that maybe just how she starts. She may start so, easing into it. I don't think she was easing into it though. 
I think she was strategical. I think she was strategery. We need that drop. (laughs) Um, I think she was trying to do one thing that would would kind of not help Barty, and that's not to not give her pace because Barty can use other people's pace with the best of them. Right. And so it just it it irritated me because. And it was funny, Pam Shriver came on and she said the only, she was saying, well, first semifinal for both of them to the Australia, they're going to be nervous. And Ken Pam came on and said the best I ever played was in my first. I was worse every time after that. <laughs> so it was like, I just, I just wanted her to focus on the match itself instead of talking so much about, you know, their emotions and this and that. It's like everybody, I mean, look at team in the first, in the first game of the finals and semis of team, he looked horrible. He got broken both first games he served. Right. And you didn't hear them talking about, oh man, he looks horrible. I mean, it's just like it seems like they talk about it more with the women. Well, and here's why. Or not. And here's why I dip my toe into the dangerous waters of <laughs> emotional women right. is because can we admit that if a person is crying in the middle of match play, she may be emotional? <laughs> is that all right? Yes. Does that count? I think no. You can't. You don't have the right to give me that right. permission. But I'm telling you, it's a fact. <laughs> That's the only reason I brought that up. Yeah, is part. You know, just the overwhelming um, moment. And well, that was the other funny thing too. They kept talking about how emotionless she is all the time. They're saying she's like a robot, and then she's not. She's, she's crying to, after the Coco match. She was, she's trying to fight it and hold it in. Right. So that apparently. And but yeah, she's a robot. Yet she's getting so nervous she can't play. Like which is it? And I was getting annoyed by that too. Yeah, yeah. They also talked about her like she was unbeatable during. Oh, she's just nothing's going to bother her. I'm like, really? Because we've never seen her grand slam semifinal. How do you know? Right. Like what big or titles? Final or right, it, yeah. what big titles has she won to show that she's, you know, unmoved by the situation? One hundred percent agree. And, and how does how do Fowler and Everett get the assignment for the women's final? By the way, I don't know. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, know. this is the team. Well, it's funny because they did a whole like little. I don't know if you noticed, but they did a like a preview segment with three people. I can't remember who it was. I know Jason Goodall was one of them. I think it's Brad Gilbert, Jason Goodall, and one other. And I was like, oh man, this is going to be a good broadcast team. And they did like a whole 15 minute kind of like the NFL, like the Bradshaw post pregame. And then they went to the team, and it was like Fowler and Everett. And I'm like, this is the duo that we're going to use for the final? Uh, I didn't understand. I mean, you've yeah. got Drysdale, you've got the McEnroes. I would rather hear... No, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, I'd rather hear some local Australian, but no. There's 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 a guy that does the backcourt, some of the backcourt matches, and he's not good. But uh, you know who they should have gotten? Us. The Tennis Revolution. Oh, yeah. yeah. But no, I, w- I mean, we have to be happy because American won... Yeah. I feel I like mean, she got no hype going in, and I still feel like she's not going to get the hype that other Americans would have gotten if they had won. Well, why should she? Should she? You've already said she's the third best future American. <laughs> I did say even if, even if she wins. And Anna Samova, Samova two. And anybody else? Can we put somebody ahead of her now? <laughs> or has she kind of got the three-spot locked minimum? Uh, I mean, obviously, when you win a slam, you have to think that I mean, she's already done it. So You're she's at least the there. third best. But. Against nobody, apparently. But again, Coco's got six years to win one slam to even with, be even with her. Fair enough. And Anasimova's got three. Yeah. So, well, the other thing is the same issue in the You're women's. You're all over their ages. That's a little creepy. <laughs> um, no, because that's all they talk about. All right. The other thing, though, is the women are having the same issue with the men is that they're the top players are all going away soon. Yeah. I mean, Halep, I don't know. I don't know her age, but it's got to be 30, close to 30. Um, and then and her game Serena. style is not going to uh, uh, lend itself to an older player right. playing it. Wozniacki I would, I gone, think. Serena pretty much gone. Wait, Wozniacki retired? <laughs> I was busy hearing all about Serena's <laughs> loss. I didn't know. So, I mean, somebody's got to take the reins. And I think those are the best candidates from an American standpoint, obviously. Well, at this point, I mean, who's out there? We have no idea. So, to say, right. so really, we can't say that. But well, I, not, uh, not CC Bellis, no offense. And Keys is Keys and Stevens. I don't know what. I don't know how anybody can be a fan of Keys or Stevens. And I don't say that because of their way they play. But how can you be a fan of someone who's not in the tournaments like after the first week ever more than half the time unless they win it right right yeah. So to me, that's the biggest problem with the women's game overall is it's hard to be a fan of a female player when they're not in the tournament one week to the next. 
So then you agree with all the critics that if they don't show women's tennis, we won't have <laughs> any growth in the fan base. I think they need to show up more in the early rounds when everybody's still in. Well, I don't. I also don't think it, it's hard to root for somebody who never has a chance to actually win at all. I mean, that's really. I, I, think, I used to be a big. I fan. think that's what you're getting at right. more than we don't see them. It's we don't see them because they're well, losers. That, Let's be honest. The only reason, I shouldn't say only, but the primary reason there are so many fans of Nadal and Federer is they win all the time. Obviously, just like Patriots fans and everything else. When the more you win, the more fans you have, except for Novak Djokovic. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think I think that's the more why he wins, the less he has. I think, I think that's why he's doing not doing the heart thing. I think he heard our podcast and realized, wait. They hate me because of this. <laughs> I'm quitting. He needs a heart with an arrow through it uh, symbol. But no, I mean, so yeah, it is hard to, like I used to be a big fan of Alexander Dogopolov and it was hard because you might, if you were lucky, see one of his matches in a tournament um, and then he'd go out, you know, he, in yeah, second he or third was, round. He was the next best, best thing for about eight minutes. Right. Yeah. He was real fan until people actually got to watch him, you know, and figure out what to do, I guess. <laughs> right. But it is hard. Tennis is a hard sport to be a fan because you can be a fan of like the, I'm trying to think of some scrub team. Now I'm going to upset somebody. Um, I was trying to think of some, Detroit. S- some scrub NBA team or something. Oh, NBA? Um, they have teams? Or NFL. Yeah, I mean, you can be a Browns fan and you're still going to see all 16 Browns games. If you're a fan, if your favorite pro player is, is uh, you know, Joe Souza. You're never seeing him unless you got some obscure tennis package or tennis channel plus and you gotta go out and buy extra things and you know Right. So it tennis is a hard sport to be a fan of somebody if they're not just constantly winning. Well to watch somebody like that, you're gonna have to watch all bootleg off right. of somebody's iPhone yeah, who's there the next day. That's a great website, bootleg tennis, <laughs> where just anybody from anywhere, it's like the YouTube of right. you know, fifteen Ks. Yeah. It's the challenge. They need to have guy, guy just challenge. following players around. Just or just have matches. a network of people in all these right. little out of the middle of nowhere towns like, oh, I don't know, Dallas, <laughs> which we've got a challenger That's coming right. up. What is it, a 150? It's either 125 or 150 now. It's I think it's one of the highest in the country, but it's still a challenger in like the seventh biggest city in America or whatever it is. Um. But anyway, I, I I think it's the uh like the third biggest metropolitan area. There, yeah, with DFW probably so. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I I would give the women's tournament maybe a B, maybe B plus. It's hard to it's hard to rate. If I did that, it would only be based on American That's bias. what I mean. It's hard to rate it higher when you had a fourteen seed versus an unseed in the finals. Let's give her let's give her a twenty four seed. We'll split the Muguruza. difference. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. And that's. I mean, she's not unseated because she's awful at tennis. She's right. unseated because she's been out for various yeah. reasons. No, definitely. Um, And, like you said, Grand Slam success. Certainly. Is. So, I mean, like, for, like, Muguruza is way better than if the 28th seed had been in the final. Right. That had never, which, you know, we probably have barely heard of. So... It's not like it's a nobody. And if she continues to be good the rest of this year, then that's going to make validate it a little bit too. Right. I mean, I think definitely her performance, when it was good, it's because of the player she is. When it was bad, it's because the lack right. of matches she's been playing. She looked amazing as Halep. That that win really impressed me. I thought Halep would be able to grind her down. just cause, I did too. Uh, and I kept waiting, and, and she didn't. Now, if Halep had won that first set, it would have been different, obviously, or could have been. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, huh, if I, if Muguruza wins that final, then it's a C. Yeah, I can see that. I could see that. Golly, we're so anti the rest (laughs) of the world, aren't we? Well, that also makes it, but that also makes it a little bit less unique because she's already won two. So it's like that just goes to her number three. So it's like, well, we've seen this before. All right, so here you go. Ribikina. That's the 29 seed. <laughs> yeah, if it would have been a... Uh, a the 13 uh, seed, Marduk. Marduk. Yeah, if it was a Kennan and one of them. Sakari, the 22. <laughs> Alexandrova, the 25. Yeah, those are players that have done nothing ever in slams. Although Martik, I think, maybe made a semi. 
quarter or semi. Yastremska, 23. She's up and coming. Contivate, 28. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely. You could definitely. Daniel Collins, 26. Yeah, I'll take Moogie. But. I'm just helping you make your point. No, right. You did Thank a you. terrible job of making it yourself. <laughs> but universally, no, actually, you did a great I want to know what, the, what your thinking is on this. We talked about it a little bit. What do you think the reason is? Nobody, everybody has asked this question over the last few days to me, and I don't know the answer, but maybe you have a better answer. Why is Kenan getting no like publicity or love or hype or whatever term you want to use? Because she's, huh. she's cute, which obviously matters. She's young. How <laughs> dare you? She's American. Sir. Like those are pretty much the three top criteria to be a public relations success, typically. Cute, young, American, blonde, even even more so. So we can't really figure out why. Like she's not one of those like uh, imports either who came over when she was, you know, can 17 you, or 18. Can you just start back? I need you to rewind and say she's cute. <laughs> <laughs> she's cute how dare you <laughs> there we go that's what i was i gotta get better at this yeah um but that's, i just that's good one. she gets way more or the other players get way more attention than she does and so yet she was 14 in the world you saying they're not cute no i'm saying that's how dare you? <laughs> sorry, sorry <laughs> that's what that's i don't it, understand is it's not based on cuteness obviously so maybe obviously i'm wrong about that theory even Brad Gilbert said I had a little short... Wonder, I wonder how much hype Martina Hingis got early right. in her career. Right. Because I look at those two players in a similar way. Well, and I do think it helps, too, if you win smaller tournaments before you won a slam, which Kenan, I don't think, has really done. Because you're going to get that hype in the tennis community, at least. Right. Um... But I'm just surprised she hasn't gotten like the hype from just like, I don't know, again, is it the age thing? Is 21 just not a cool story anymore, like to have a 20-year-old or 21-year-old that's, that's coming on strong? I mean, Gilbert said he had a list of 12 to 15 people on it that could win the tournament, and he said Kenan and Muguruza were neither. <laughs> but so, but again, she's 14 in the world, so what number was she going in this tournament then? I mean, she had to be somewhere around 15 or 20, you would think. Yeah. Uh, well, she was a 14 seed, so yeah. So her current singles ranking before this tournament was uh, well, as of January 20th, so uh, was 15. That's what I mean. So if you're making your list of potential but winners. Zero singles titles. Yeah. Um, so I think this, that's part well, of it. Zero singles titles this year, and she's had three total career. Well, still, that's, I mean, that's kind of a lot for someone that young. I, it's just weird to me. I can't. I don't have an answer. I'm wondering if there's something we don't know about behind. Like she's really not friendly, or she's you know not. I even saw that little clip with her and Maddox Sands, and she looked like a normal, you know, teenager. Social media obsessed, like Andy Roddick posting our social media, and she was like getting all giddy about it. Right. I thought that was that was like that made her seem like a normal person, which usually helps. <laughs> so I couldn't. I don't well, get it. I She'll obviously get hype now. Maybe. I mean, but maybe not to the level that she should. Right. That's because there's a lot of players that have won a slam, and where have they gone? Yeah, that's an well, yeah. Because really, Sloan doesn't get that much hype either. Well, yeah, but she's done nothing. No, but I mean, for someone who's won a slam, like she's gotten, even leading up to that, she got very little hype. She beat Serena, remember, and so did Kennan. So I don't. It's weird. It's just weird to me that why does Coco get ninety eight percent, and Kennan gets two percent? I just don't get it. I think is because there is zero um, negative about Coco. In other words, she hasn't had her career. Her career hasn't even really started right. yet. So everything... And everything is overachieving at this point. Right. Whereas Kenan's been out there playing. So Well, what's funny is they kept harping on, too, that Kenan was number one in 10 years and under, 12 and under, 14. I'm like, then, yeah, why, I'm like, then where, why have we not heard about her for the last five years? Well, because girls 12s doesn't <laughs> really is not in But look at Coco's number one in 15s, theoretically, or whatever. I mean, obviously, she, Kenan probably didn't. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe Kenan didn't go pro as early as some of these others do. Maybe she went pro as an 18 year old or Well, but she's been playing and she's not the greatest yet. Right. And so I think the shine wears off a little bit. It's like, oh, so you're not 
the best ever already. Right. I whereas, feel like she did it more in the normal way. Whereas Coco already beat number three sti- in the world. Well, she can still be the best in of all time because she's so young. She's so we don't know yet. Right. So that's yeah. what I mean. You're, I think it's a lot of it to do with the age. Twenty one is like normal. Right. Well, if if in four years, three years maybe, Coco Golf has been on the tour and she's still in the you know fifties. Right. It's going to be. Oh, it, I mean, because yeah. you look at the same thing with like um, Tiafo. That's the only American I can think of because <laughs> all the rest of the men suck. Um, yeah, he was the one that people thought was going to rise, and he kind of just floundered when he got to like thirty-ish. Right, but the same kind of thing. It's like oh, if she's hype. not in the top twenty, Coco's not in the top twenty by the end of the year. I think the hype's going to fade significantly. Well, it depends on because she's still limited schedule. True. So. When she's full time, then that's when the harsh judgments will come. But I feel like the expectations for her are so high that people don't understand that it takes longer to get ranked. I think if she's not making, in other words, I almost feel like she has to do better in each slam she plays or the hype's going to fade. Right. Even though that's not deserved, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so what do you think about my brilliant comparison to Hingis? Martina Hingis. Oh, I mean, I, I think Hingis, well, and Hingis wasn't American, so we, the ones that aren't American never get as much hype here, but I think she was more successful younger. Like, I think she might have won her first slam pretty young, 18 or yeah, 19. before the Williams showed up. Right. Um, but no, I agree with what you're saying about that kind of style, that kind of, and she's kind of quiet, didn't get, you know. Didn't I have just that. meant purely game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. She doesn't really she's small. I see that she doesn't really have her own power, but she can certainly generate enough. Uh, partic- well, uh, using others' pace, and she can get she can do every, all court volleys, slice. Right. Yeah. Drop Kenan shots. is definitely not in that modern player category that all the players are. In. Like you see her against Muguruza, and that's like the modern player versus the twenty years ago player. Well, that's why I always say you know, everybody's. Oh, the volley is dead. At some point, people were talking about that, and it's like, hey, you get in where you fit in. They're talking about Zverev's volleys. Well, yeah, his, <laughs> his have been dead, and they will stay dead. No, but you get in where you fit in, and she's not six two. She's not dropping bombs on her serve. No, um, but she can do a lot of other things, and she can stay out there all day. She's got speed. She's got good hands. They had a cool, good touch. Yeah, they had a cool thing with her too about her return. She doesn't change her return position for first and second serve which i thought was interesting it's just like they said she's going to step step in and bang the return regardless because you know like you said everybody she's playing has a bigger serve than her for the most part so she just steps you know stands the same place and bangs it no matter what yeah so that's an interesting strategy the opposite of you know walrinka well she's got hands she's got the reflexes to do it so that's good so I enjoy it. So we're on a roll. We're we're on the dean's list or right. whatever. I don't, I don't really know what the dean's <laughs> list. I've never been on the dean's list. I've been on some other dean's list. Yeah, but exactly. Not one for grades. Um. So try not to be sexist because I know it's tough for you. What would you grade the men's tournament? A plus plus or a plus plus plus. Again, the final has so much to do with the final grade I'm going to say I said I think I said B or B plus for the women I'm going to say B minus for the men what are you on drugs again <laughs> well so how can here's the here's my reasoning okay if you had laid out how the tournament what well, we did but the way the men's tournament ended is exactly like we thought it was going to end so okay. when you so that that makes it not an A right away at that point because nothing happened that we didn't expect to happen. Okay. And by the way, I picked team to beat Nadal in my bracket, so I did expect that to happen. Uh, it's it's on record. Well, your Check genius <laughs> shouldn't affect the overall grade of the tournament. All right. <laughs> but what I mean is that the unpredictable, like we talked about, what makes slams great and that kind of thing. So that it didn't have the unpredictability aspect. Okay. That I like. The women certainly had that. Well, and. It didn't have a local doing good enough. No. Nothing in week, nobody in week two. Right. Uh, obviously, the final was amazing, um, and the semis were great, amazing? too. Amazing? <laughs> well, not 
not relative to other finals we've had, but how about it won't be one of the greatest matches ever? No, not not as amazing as Gatchinov and Kyrgios, <laughs> um, which was the greatest ever. Oh my god! But no, so I'm pretty confident with that B minus. I'm sure I could be talked into a B, but Federer Sangren was better than the final. Yes, uh, I think because of the additional storyline. Yeah, of who is this American that everyone hates <laughs> <laughs> and Roger Federer, who no Can one Can we just hates. talk about how sad it is that he lost $500,000, seven chances to win $500,000. That's brutal. Uh, and Federer's like, him winning $500,000 is like somebody handed me $5. Yeah, it's like it means nothing to him right. getting that extra 500000 So that's just so depressing. Yeah. <laughs> um, he did win 500000 total, but still. Right. He could have used the additional. Yeah. Wow. No, I think... The storyline that I liked about the men's is what we talked about is we saw progression again from the next gen. Oh, uh, next gen, not the Yeah, next. well, I know. Well, no, we saw the progression from Zarev too. Definitely. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why? He made a semi. First time ever. But if you take away <laughs> Kennan's run because of who she played, right. then you have to take away his run because of who he played. No, but, it, but here's the difference. Okay. This ought to be Zverev cool. yep. consistently Does loses it. to okay. crappy players. All he right. at least beat all the players he was supposed to, which is honestly the first time he's ever done that. So right. He beat so the players he was supposed to beat. Chichinato like, yeah. in the straight sets. Tuffy. <laughs> hey, former French Open semifinalist. Beat Djokovic in the French. Gerasimov. Yeah. And, you're asking, and he barely won that, by the way. And you're asking who? <laughs> straight sets, though. Yeah. But tough sets. How old is Verdasco? <laughs> Honestly. I think he and Federer are the same age. I don't know. He's 34, 35. He's still good looking. Yeah. He's still good. He was, uh, he was naked on that tennis cover or mm -hmm. whatever. The body issue or whatever, whatever it was. I don't know. I he's still a, have it total, on the wall. <laughs> he's uh, a total jerk, everybody says. Is he? Yeah. No, it's too bad. But women still love him. Probably love him more. Now, Rublev. Okay. Yeah. That's something. Right. Not, you know. He was not the favorite in that match, really. Yeah, ranking wise, he was. Yeah, but I, but w w like we've talked about, he doesn't beat those players in slams. Right. He just doesn't. Right. Uh, now he hasn't played a fourth set yet, <laughs> so whatever. So Rublev, okay. And where do you put R Wawrinka in this whole deal? Is he back back yet? You know, I mean, well, he I think he same? was, but the problem was he had to play Medvedev the round before, so he was he he was limited after that. Right. Yeah, because although Zverev played amazing in that match with Orenka, his serve was on fire. Yeah. and he's—I think he's three and zero against Orenka, which actually shocked me. Um, I think they said he was two and zero going into that match, and now he's three and zero. I'll agree with you. He has moved forward. Yeah, that's he has all. Progressed. I'm I don't agree with you on how much. <laughs> Itty bit. Well, bit. and I wonder if that stupid. Well, let me erase that adjective. If that idea to donate helped him relieve the pressure right because now there's some sense where it's like i'm cool if i don't win right well yeah. what's funny i said this to somebody and of course they didn't agree with me i said just just lay out the term don't say why or anything but you're in your first grand slam final if you lose you get two million dollars if you win you get zero <laughs> which one are you going to do so he kind of, it would have been a totally weird situation if he was in the final. Obviously, he's going to try to win no matter what, but I just thought it was a totally, that we've never had a situation like that where somebody's going to win and get more, or somebody's going to lose and get more. So that was, that was strange. I wanted him to make the final just for that reason. I don't know. I think the uh, Labor Cup, <laughs> I think Federer loses, he That's gets more. That's when they all get the same. Than everyone. I'm pretty sure uh, Federer gets way more <laughs> than everyone. <laughs> But um, well, so he's no Federer. I didn't laugh when I said that. But his career prize money is twenty mil, right. so it's not like he's going to go hungry if he gave it all up. And, so and what I want to know though is what was going to happen to that ten percent that goes to the agent and ten percent that goes to the coach or what you know. I'm sure it would have been. They all agreed. You I'm think? sure it would have been the check he got. You know, I'm sure it all gets paid out. I don't know. No, whatever. Well, I, I, that would have been an interesting storyline. I felt. I actually found myself rooting for Zverev, which I never thought I would. Because um, you wanted to help people? Well, yes, but... 
devastated. Even by without the that, I would have because I just felt like we've bashed him a lot. Everybody's bashed him, and he had a legitimate chance. Deservedly to make the finals. so. Oh, I know. Okay. But team has such a good record against him. I kind of it was a foregone conclusion for me. Oh wow, yeah, and, um, and it ended up being so. Right. I mean, so that's what I say. When you go from semis on, I found it very predictable. But again, team did make strides in the finals. Verev made strides in the semis. So what you're saying is, is after Djokovic won the first set, you're like, this is done. Until I did think that. Until Dom, I call him Dom. <laughs> until Dom won the next a uh, two sets, and the in the third set looked odd, to say the least. I mean, I they were they were making a whole big deal. The commentators were mo- making a whole big deal, like. Djokovic was at the bar because he just kept ordering drinks. I need a water. I need some of that pink stuff, some Sunny D. I need, Which you know. tells you he was trying to figure out what was going on. Well, well, it's weird to me. I think he was trying to figure out what was going on with his body. That's I, what I mean. I, yeah. I think he definitely had some energy issues, which, again, I end up being the apologist for him. I know. 40-mile-an-hour winds <laughs> or energy. Now, the energy thing, it's his fault. I mean, he didn't right. do maybe. I don't know, but. The win's not his fault, but <laughs> that was the tournament's fault for sure. So, but anyway, um, what was it? Well, we've you were just saying what what was wrong with his body? Oh, the second set, but yeah. So I actually, after that third set, I was highly in doubt because Djokovic looked not great. He looked a little bit better at the very end of that set, right. but he didn't look great, and then he disappeared. He pulled a. Well, WTA move. And this is what always, again, we, you and I are in agreement. I think, well, maybe not in total agreement about him being the best of all time, but I think we're in agreement that Djokovic is going to surpass Federer and all in slams, which by everyone's definition makes him the greatest of all time. But the one argument I've always had against him and Murray, I had the same thing is that they just have these weird stretches where they just go away. And you never... Well, he didn't just go away. He lost his marbles. <laughs> I mean, he had a warning and a time violation for his serve. Yeah. And at one point, I can't remember, it was after the point or in between the two, like whatever, but he on a changeover, he walks by, taps the umpire, the chair umpire, on his foot. <laughs> Which, he should have got rung right. up. He should have got rung up. And I'm t- I hate Other it. sports, you, that's serious. Well, I hate it. Here's what I hate in other sports. I think number one is probably basketball, where people say, oh, this is the championship game. The ref has to swallow their whistle. Right. Why? Well, that's what Either, they said about Serena's match. Exactly. Either it's a rule or it's not a rule. Either enforce it or get rid of it. NFL, if you touch the official, you're out of the game immediately. Right. Now you're wearing a helmet and pads, but still. And mo- a lot of these umpires, let's face it, could beat up these chumpy tennis players. <laughs> right. I mean, not Serena. Yeah, but they're not most intimidating. Yeah. But... So he taps the, the official on his foot, which I thought was terrible. And then he's chirping at the ball kid, you know, to give him the ball quicker, which partly was probably legitimate because he's trying to hurry up. But it was also, he was just kind of being a little punk. Right. Um, yeah. So but what I mean is you never. But, that, but I'm saying that's, uh, that's part of, I right. think, why they go away. Because you're right. Murray. He would go away out. sets against 60-ranked su- guys. You I'm know. so surprised LeVon Lindell just didn't whip his ass more often. <laughs> but, like, you n- name a time when Nadal has gone away for a May set. May 17th, 1987. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's where that's where those guys are still a step above. I mean, Federer, yeah, he's had some losses now to some weaker people. But he doesn't go away for stretches. Like, he's still in every game. He's still in every point. It's just weird, and I think that's part of it with Djokovic is not having a one shot he can end the point on. Yeah, you know he's got to he's got to grind to win. He doesn't have any other way. More so, so I that mean, is part yeah. of it. But it's just weird well, when you see it. You don't know you don't know why it happens. And you don't know when he's going to come out of it. But he almost always does. Yeah, and it's not like he's twenty two. Yeah, so you can't blame it on that. Um, it's almost like he grow I feel, up. Man. I feel like he has the inner confidence. Like I bet there was never a point in that match he thought he was going to lose. Uh, maybe he thought if I don't get my body right, we got to get this thing yeah. going. What's the problem? But yeah, I agree with you. I think he's supremely confident. And, and guess think, what? He should be right. So you think 
Let me ask you this. Do you still see him as the clear clear to win more slams than Federer at all? Djokovic slam 2020. <laughs> so that would put him at 20. That would put him at 20 ahead of Natal. I've always said I wanted 2020, by the way. All three of them. Yeah. Um, so that means then, you know what? To get that then, because Federer's finished. Right. So to get that then, he wins everyone except the French and then wins next year's Australia. Right. So ne- a year from now, this date, a yeah. year from now, your wish will come true. We're sitting at twenty twenty twenty, and I feel like that's the most likely. And then we're going into the French, which is always. So then that's going to break the tie from someone, right? Well, or then, not, or, not then Federer, team, or then team, yeah. and then team wins. <laughs> oh, that would actually be ideal. Someone else wins, then we go into Wimbledon. Federer's last chance to win a Slam, probably right. And they're twenty 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 loses in the third round. <laughs> um, but to, I think it's going to gonna be more again. like. <laughs> I think it's going to be more like Djokovic 24, Nadal 21, Federer 20 for, in terms of career, final career statistics. So Serena and Federer between them will have how many more slams by the time they both retire? Oh, Federer's got zero more. And you think Serena's got zero more? I've said that for her for a while All now. Right. I just want to get it back on record. <laughs> but the problem is you don't have Twitter or anything Mm-mm. that people can punish you on. Exactly. Oh, I've gotten some controversy, but nobody – well. That's not true. I don't know if people bit, but the subject changed on the reply, so I don't know if they hated me or not. <laughs> but somebody sent something out about, I, uh, I think it was revolving around the whole McEnroe-Navratilova protest situation. I can't remember. Maybe not. I was, uh, I was a little bit annoyed by that just because they both backed off on it. I'm like, well, you went, why not just go all in on it? Either like don't you- do it. Or yeah. impress me. Like, you didn't realize it broke protocol to climb the umpire's chair and grab the <laughs> microphone. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know we couldn't do that. Like, <laughs> Well, Macro seen- said, he didn't say I didn't know. He said I never follow rules anyway. Right. Guess, but-, but it's like, oh, I've never there's seen nothing, anyone do it in 50 years. There's nothing they didn't know. Right. They, there's nothing they didn't know. Yeah. Now, they might think they're at such a level that nothing could happen to them. I wish the Australian Open would have been brave and just bounced them. <laughs> so you right. want to come back in, you're buying a ticket. Well, I think they probably, that's probably why the apologies came, because they probably said, you got you made a fool of us. You got to at least make a statement or else. Man, um, I wish that would have happened. But yeah, that was a weird like sort of side note to the tournament that just it was came stupid. out of nowhere. It was just dumb. Yeah. It was just dumb. Um. And I have mixed feelings, and we're not going to get into that whole topic, but I have mixed feelings about judging people based on what they've done and what, they, what I, they've done on the court and off the court. I don't. We're not putting her in charge of uh, you know, the group that monitors right. LGBTQ rights. Yeah. that's not. We're not putting her in charge of that and putting her name on that building. Well, would you be okay? She's if, on a building right. for tennis. Right. Would they, you be okay if they changed the name to Yvonne Gulagong? Who's yeah, the, who was a less no, no, successful no. player? Do what? Who was a less successful player? Like dramatically less. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. What? Uh, would I have a problem? No, I don't care what no, they. Yeah, I know you don't. I don't care. That's what, what I mean. I don't think either of us fact, are that passionate. Change about it to it. Kia. <laughs> I don't care. That's the right. only country that buys those cars. Change it to Kia. <laughs> I, I do always. Ama- I'm always amazed how many Kia signs there. I'm like, are Kia's bigger in Australia than here? My wife has a Kia, but well, I'm it's like, like a South uh, Korean car, I think, right? Well, there you go. So it's or is it? I don't know. Or is that Hyundai? I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Maybe it's you're thinking I, of Southwest Kia, the commercials we have here. No, <laughs> no, Maybe. but I think it's like if someone is an incredible player, whatever sport, and 40 years later you get convicted of tax evasion, you know. Should your name be taken off the building? And I'm not comparing no, tax evasion no to homophobia groups, and all that. There's no groups that are pro-tax versus groups right. that are anti-tax. But what you're saying is, what I'm saying is, you're on the building because of how many slams you won. That's, you're that's not on really, the building because of your view. She was homophobic when she was winning the slams. Right. Obviously, that didn't change. Right. So that's that's the only part that that upsets me is like you're not getting on. Like Arthur Ashe, the stadium's named for him for what he did on and off the court. Which is totally fine, right? Um, but if you're putting somebody on just for what they did, like she, Margaret Court's name's not on there because she was a humanitarian, right? Or what? This you know. is not new information, right? And so, by the way, if they succumb 
to pressure and do it, then that's the only reason it bothers me. If they right. did it because Kia said, all right, listen, we're going to give you however much money to name, you know, the whatever. Right. Then then we're in business because labor and, you know, they didn't give them any money to be, you know, put on those stadiums. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Well, and the other thing that irritates me is that they make it seem like the Australian Open is, su- is supporting homophobia by having her name up there, which is ridiculous. Right. That's They're not, not. not related. Un- 100% unrelated. They're not. Human making beings. Making a stance either way. As they you, shouldn't. I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, human beings are flawed characters. <laughs> They're also very complex characters. And yes. I promise you, every person screaming to get her off the the side of that building also have things in their lives that suck. Right. That offend other people. And I'm not saying one group's better than another or should deserve to be offended more than nothing. Right. I'm saying she's on the building for tennis. Unless they find out she was doping <laughs> and taking roids to cheat and earn right. those, then you know then right. it shouldn't change. Unless you know they decided for perfectly legitimate reasons, like unrelated to that, so money well, or whatever. And another news flash: people that are eighty have different views than people that are forty and people that are twenty. And I'm not saying they're acceptable because they're eighty, but. There'd be a lot of 80-year-olds getting their names off of buildings if you're going to well, judge them based on their It views. is definitely hard to judge people by today's standards when they were living very, very long ago. Yeah. Um, now, does she have to go and broadcast her views to the whole world and you know all that? No, but... And I'll be honest with you. If she was standing out in front of the Australian Open Tennis Center, or whatever it's called, like off-site, but like right on the sidewalk, right, right. on the edge of their property... It was out there with anti-gay signs and all that and making an ass of herself and embarrassing the tournament. Now there's a real PR reason why, right. you know, hey, you're <laughs> you're in, continuing to put yourself in the limelight. Now, I don't know what she has done. I, I don't live in Australia. I right. Know, I don't know if you knew that or not. My impression. <laughs> tell by your accent. Patty, patty. You wouldn't <laughs> guess. You thought I was right there. But yeah, so that was a whole situation. But none of that matters. In regards to what we're talking about, because what what we started with was this dumb protest. Right, that's what matters. They just they made asses of themselves, and they suffered no consequences for it. In reality, right. if they were if they were serious, they would have kept the signs up and gotten thrown out. Impress me. Well, yeah, and what's funny is Chumps. I don't think it got near the amount of attention that they hoped. Um, right. Because I really didn't. I saw it as a very minimal side story. You know, and it could have been much bigger. Right. If now, they, they would have went through. sprinting across the women's semifinal or something. <laughs> right. That would have been interesting. <laughs> and now people are yelling at Fetter and Djokovic because they don't care either. Yeah. I'm just here to play tennis. Name it who after They don't want to. Yeah, they don't want to be involved in that debate because then they're alienating some portion of their fans, whatever portion it is. Um, yeah. So I got disproven. One of my theories got disproven this tournament. Normal. That <laughs> That were that were ready for the old guard to get out. So Barty, and Barty, the most famous Australian tennis player currently, maybe but maybe her and Kyrgios top two, but definitely one of the top two. Her semifinal was in the biggest stadium. You know, Friday afternoon, and they couldn't sell the stadium out. They were selling tickets for as low as seventy dollars a ticket. Wow! So the same night. Better versus Djokovic, sold out, cheapest ticket, $500. And I've read some stories that said as low as high as like $750 for the minimum cheapest seat, Now, $750. would you agree that if they would have flipped the times, it would have been closer? Oh, definitely closer. Similar. Um, but you still But think- also keep in mind that the Barty, that was two matches that you got for that price. Yeah, but it's Friday afternoon. I mean, yeah, and they and it was the hottest day of the tournament. Well, it's tough because you spend all day wrestling alligators (laughs) and crocodiles in the 
koalas out well poor koalas <laughs> kangaroos no, leave the poor koala they've suffered i've yeah. seen more i don't i bandaged I, I up koalas. over every, i i would rather see you on fire i agree than a koala i'd rather see myself on fire than <laughs> watch those i mean it, it is heartbreaking and that's not to make light of the people that are suffering no, too but it's like those dog commercials i don't with sarah mclaughlin uh, in the background yeah i don't care what you know uh Red Cross or whatever they have over, you know, I don't care what uh, group is raising money. If you throw a puppy or a kid right. up, I'm giving more money to the puppy. Yeah, and yes, kids are more important, <laughs> but maybe not. And koalas is, is yeah, that's hard next to watch level. Puppies, yeah, right. I, yeah, I would stomp on puppies to get to a koala <laughs> and give me a hug for sure. All, All right. right, I would never stomp. But on no, puppies. that had something to do with it for sure. But I just think it goes against what I've been saying of. Because I, I flat out said, I don't want to see them play the but, 50th time. Yeah, but is she a whole heck of a lot different than any other Australian player that hasn't won a Grand Slam? Because she's not the greatest ever. They, right. You know what I'm saying? It, well, and I think... The, if that was, you know, Hewitt... No, he's too old, but you know, well, he's still <laughs> playing. But I think that's also a little bit to do with it. If you've got a chance to see... I think that's what it is. What all these people incorrectly think is the greatest player ever. <laughs> Better. Well, um, I thought you were going to say they incorrectly think the last time they're going to play. They're going to play 15 more well, times. Too, yeah. I think that's what it is, though. This could be the last chance we have to see Federer. Or well, for Federer Australia, it might be. Right. You know, it's but I think they've been using four. that for five years now. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I think that is definitely some of it. Is the Like, Barty's going to be around. And a lot of people have probably already seen Barty in this tournament. But I, I I think it's just it goes against what I've been saying, but I still think it's a it's a symptom of the problem, not not it's not a good thing. In other words, oh for sure. Um, there's not there's not enough depth. Yeah, I want to see the attendance. I want to see the attendance numbers and and ticket price numbers of the teams Verev semi versus the Federer Djokovic semi. Yeah, I mean it had to be ten twenty percent. Right. Uh, the stadium looked pretty full, but I think that those tickets had to be way cheaper. Which is understandable. Here's what, I, by the way, I've found a solution. We don't have to split the slams. We just split the days. We have women only day, men only day. Women only, men only. Women only, men only. And then pick whatever you want to go first. I don't care. Right. I don't care if we have the men's final on Saturday yeah. and the women's on Sunday. I just don't care. Do but it. That would actually make so much more sense Do from the it. scheduling aspect, too. That, too, because then you don't have to have that one last day where... Just so stupid. It, yeah. Should just do it all separate, and then we can compare head to head ticket prices. I mean, the Friday versus Thursday will be a bit unfair, right? You know, because there's no work day the next day. Yeah, but you can alternate. I don't alternate alternate year. Well, start and, women on Sunday one year, and then start men men the next Sunday the next well, year. On and this Sunday. would make a huge difference. But they could do the women's singles and the men's doubles all the same day. You know, alternate that like men's. Men's doubles and women's singles are on the same day. Well, if you have any men, singles players right. playing, then it's not too much. And you would never have to play twice in a day. And either. no scheduling conflicts, right. obviously. So that would be... Genius. Yeah. That Why would, are we fixing <laughs> tennis one podcast at a time? But again, that's the problem. I think the people up top think there's nothing broken. We just made you know a billion dollars in the Australian Open. Nothing's broken. Let's keep doing it. Like right, because they don't look more than two slams ahead. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, from a from a state of fairness, from a from a you know, it would be so having that one extra day off is the dumbest thing for the men's semis to be on different days is so stupid, right? But yet the women's semis are on the same day, right? Like, so well, you, and again, like you said, it, it also it keeps everything fair from the standpoint of playing time, right? But also, you know what it does? It gives the women marquee match the entire day, right? Exactly, There's all women on the stadium courts, yeah. And then vice versa. And then we can compare ticket prices and compare attendance and compare right. all the rest of that business. And then and, and then do, you know do what? what you want to do with if, the women a lot less. I'm just kidding. Well <laughs> it, well no, but if they if they surpass, if you get a match like, you know, Serena Coco in a semifinal, they'll that'll yeah, blow the roof off. Totally. Compared to, you know And you're still gonna get probably some rain delays and you're gonna have to get some crossover. It's not gonna be hundred percent. It's gonna be perfect. But <laughs> but I think that adds to it, you know, that, yeah, I don't want the way it is now. I just, there's too, it's too subjective. I, well, I have a lot of issues with the way they do it now. Well, and 
by having the entire gender by itself on a one day, you've got a lot more flexibility to move matches around day to night if you've had one half, the top half, for instance, right. is just getting killed by the weather heat-wise yeah. or not being able to play indoors or et cetera, and then the other side you don't. You know, the bottom half doesn't. That's an unfair advantage. So you can flip and flop them to sort of even out the conditions. So well, we also had this year where it was like one day was so much worse in terms of star power. Um, it was like the one day had Djokovic, Feder, and Serena, and Coco, and the other day had Nadal. Right, and that was it. And, and it was it was way off. It was hard to find good matches on that one day. Right. Whereas if you knew every woman is playing on this day, every man is playing on this day, you're always going to get people you care about. Yeah, and then. You're going to make more money at concessions because on the men's days, you only sell beer. <laughs> Women's days, it's Chardonnay. <laughs> Is that wrong of me? <laughs> no. Uh, I can keep going. Wrong, I can, yes. I can get worse. Not sexist, but wrong, yes. No, no. And you, I mean, listen, nice ambiance on Women's Day. You play Celine, <laughs> Soft music. Celine Dion. And then, you know, you're playing House of Pain on the men's days. Or whatever. I, can't, <laughs> I couldn't think of any rock, current rock and roll. Right. ACDC. There you or go. Australia. Where's, where's Celine Dion from? Canada. Yeah. yeah, it's Australia. Same thing. But that would be interesting. They they would they will never do that in a million years. Of course they but won't. That would be interesting. They don't want to be right. All right. Last question. You never said your grade for the men's. You made it seem like mine was too low. Oh yeah, yours is too low. You're you're going the A category. Oh for sure. Really? Yeah. Because of how good the final was, or how competitive the final was. Because we. Because just because they lost doesn't – Medvedev losing in five, obviously that has become Expected. less and less and less relevant right? because he didn't follow it up. Team, like you said, is continuing to follow it up. So we're seeing the old guard waver a bit, and now this uh, A, uh, one, <laughs> next genner. But that's the storyline that excites you for the future. Yeah, there's hope. Yeah, I agree. And so, you know, I think we've got an A minus and a B plus. So women B plus, men A minus. So we're we're close. Although that changes two slams from now when we look back (laughs) if Cannon disappears. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. uh, Or if Muguruza doesn't continue to ascend back to the – top of the game where I think she belongs. Well, I think the men's rating could change too if team goes out in the third round of the French. Yeah, but he's already been right. on a trajectory. I think he's got a little more... We would look at that more as a fluke than... A little more leeway normal. at this point than Kennan does. Well, yeah, team three Grand Slam finals. I mean, that's... I'm, I'm not saying this is a joke, but this day and age, that's almost a Hall of Fame resume. Three Grand Slam finals. Don't even get, we'll, <laughs> don't even get me started on the Hall of Fame because the... Because that list came out during oh, did the tournament. It? Oh, I, well, I heard about Conchita, right? Conchita. I didn't hear about anybody else. Goran. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, and he was won one slam, which... Whatever. But again, it's what we said. They're going to have to... It's only going to be players from the 90s for the next 10 years. Yeah, but... Because that's all they have. But yeah, but he's hurting our case for keeping these guys out that haven't won any. Right. I mean... You, you're not kidding when you say team has been to three finals. If he doesn't make it to another final, he's the best next genner in the history of the next gen. <laughs> From he had Medvedev in one. He's in three. Nobody. Nishikori was in one. He's past next gen, but a little yeah. But Chilich won one, so he's going to get well, you in. Got Chilich, you got Delpo, and you've got Murray. I mean right. Murray for sure, and anyway. Warinka, and Warinka. There's no chance those guys won't be Hall of Famers. Right. Raonic is in one final. The more you let in Goran Ivanisevic, the more... Now, I I don't... We're going to talk about the Hall of Fame. This wasn't the Hall of Fame issue. Right. Episode, but anyway. So, forget that. Let's... We'll we'll get to that later. (laughs) But it is interesting that the standards have to go down (laughs) because they have to put people in every year. They have to. Or, Uh, or Or if they were brave, they wouldn't. Yeah. Sorry, we don't have any qualified applicants. Like this back, year. like during World War II, they probably weren't a lot. Well, this is our World War II, fellas. They had the greatest years when they didn't play. They to had now. the greatest generation. We have the next generation. Because we have a lot of people who don't aren't playing Awful. right now. <laughs> All right, so my last question: Out of the two tournaments, men, women, and the two finals in particular, which one is more indicative of the future of their sport? 
Uh oh, the men's definitely by far. Yeah. So Djokovic is going to over the next four years continue to be. I was going to say he's still he the is. immediate future. And then team, you think will be the next guy that will win multiples, more so than because remember Serena's gone at some point, and both right. Cannon and Muguruza will still be around. Right. I mean, Cannon is such a question mark just because it's the first time. Yeah. She could easily fade and never be in there again, or she could easily win five or six. So no, but, so no indication that that's what the future of tennis is going to look like. No. Thank goodness. <laughs> but again, like you said, why the team. men's team, the men's tournament should have a higher grade. <laughs> God, you're so dumb. Um, well, but that doesn't mean. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> you're not dumb. But Djokovic. I can't. I mean, he's going to be in the top two favorites for the next 10 slams. He has to be. Unless something dramatically changes. Hit by a bus. <laughs> but team, to me, team has made a clear case for number four. Federer's obviously out of that. Or number three, I mean. Federer's out of that top three. Ooh. Definitely. Big. New big three. Um, <laughs> so that's the storyline. Lock, lock him on 20, huh? That's it. Oh, yeah. That's not even a... Not no, even I Wimbledon? Put, no. You don't think they're going to go out there and just cut that grass so <laughs> short for him? I would... I mean, he did make the final, so... My question is this. Will Djokovic surpass Nadal with the most at one slam? I Was was that discussed this turn? Yeah, I didn't hear that discussed that much either, this but year. They're but they're not it, as smart as we are. Well, I think it's also because they know Nadal's going to keep winning the French. <laughs> well, but he's not, but yeah. It's possible. It, the Australian would be the place he would do it because he's just so dominant there. Right. Um, yeah, he said it in the his speech or whatever. This is my favorite court. In well, the world. and you heard the stat; he's never lost there after the quarters, which is insane. If he's made it to the quarters, yeah, yeah. even at all can't say that. By the, the way, you know one of the last two people to beat him besides Warinka, the other person to beat him in Australia, was it Istaman or was that U.S. Open? Andrew Aloysius Roddick. Really? I don't know if his middle name is Aloysius. Wow. Oh nine. Okay. Hmm. By the way, I don't know if you knew this or not, but Roddick is not part of the next gen. He's old as dirt. <laughs> not as old as Fetter. And he loves Kennan's game, apparently. They play so similarly. Yeah. Very, um, very similar. <laughs> no, you don't have to play like somebody to like, no. like your game. You wouldn't be able to like anyone's <laughs> game. <laughs> that, it makes it hard. No one is in your backyard. Um, no uh, Barty slicing. That's the closest I got. Is that what you call yours? <laughs> Chop? Hack. Hack? Is what most people call yeah, it. that's what I call it. Uh, or trash. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it called that too. And worse. <laughs> but, but again, that's what I'm saying about the men's tournament is that it was indicative of the future, but it was also a repeat of the past. So it was nothing. We got well, nothing the reason, new. Yeah, but the reason I thought that question had more depth to it than you just ripped it <laughs> is that Dominique Team has not won anything. She just won one. Right. So she's ahead of him already. Yeah, and I think it's that's just, why I, I thought maybe, maybe. Well, maybe that's what we should be saying. There's going to be a, women in the Hall of Fame every year, no men, because there's going to be 50 different there shouldn't slam be. winners that right. are women. But that's the th that's what I'm debating. Again, we're not talking about this today. But is it more impressive that team has made three Grand Slam finals in the greatest era of tennis ever, or that Kennan's won one? Like I think it's more impressive to make it to three, yeah, with the level of competition he's having to go against. And maybe the problem is we're lumping him in with everyone else and not looking at him individually. Yeah, because he's taking the rap for his buddy, <laughs> his buddy's fair and right. his awful volleys. But no, I think team like i said i'm really excited about it. i'm much more excited about the french now based on how the australian went yeah because um, i think djokovic is have, gonna have a good tournament and win it <laughs> it'll be fun i'm still i still think nadal's the favorite for the french joker slam baby and i'm not sure team is not second in that list joke it doesn't matter they can be all the favorites you want them to be <laughs> but there's a perfect reason why you shouldn't seed based on ranking right I mean, wow i mean yeah. for sure djokovic should be the three you think well, because of the last two. Who else would be ahead of him? No, I'm saying I figured you would think Djokovic would be one or two. Well, no, he's going to win it, but I mean based on... Okay. Well, again, we have to look at the clay, clay court season as well. Right. We'll see. But no, I think that team beating Djokovic last year at the French, even though it was crazy conditions, is, is strike one, is one check mark on him. And I think the his fact, mom had a fan up there just <laughs> blowing right on Djokovic. But the fact that he took 
Djokovic is 6-4 in the fifth. On Djokovic's best surface, makes him the favorite if they play at the French this coming year. Oof. That's why yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, Vegas odds should have it that way. If but smart. that's why I'm excited about it. We've not gone to a tournament in a long time where we had three potential winners. They um, weren't the big three. Well, but even, Just, even Federer, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't have called him a potential winner in a while. Yeah. Wimbledon, I guess, maybe. He, yeah. he joked it should all be top three. Or if they play, if they switch the U.S. Open to wood, <laughs> the old wood gym surface, that's a little quick. That'll help them. Can we say one more, one more brief topic? Uh-oh. Don't you want Federer to be done? Didn't I say that? After watching him in this tournament? Didn't I say that? It was, it was bad. And you also had that comment last week. <laughs> it's like, you know, I wish he could play forever. I wish they would retire yeah. tomorrow. Well, he was, he was still in when our last recording, right? Yeah. But he was running on fumes. Yeah, how he how he did that well against Djokovic though was amazing to me. I mean that to me that would have been a fine match to retire. He's on. highly skilled. Yeah, I mean let's just say that, and he's still physically elite in the right. world. That was incredible. He's just competing against eliter people. Yeah, I, I agree just, with you. But I I wanted all the big three except well again Djokovic is still to me he's going to win the Djokovic Slam twice in a row. Is what I think. <laughs> he's winning the next, the next seven. seven. Yeah, he won this one. He's winning the next seven. <laughs> what I think. Uh, All right. Anything else? No, it's over. Tennis is over for six weeks, at least. Yeah. When is the French in 2021? (laughs) Do they wait a year? How does that work? Oh, man. I wonder what could fix that. Mm. Hmm. I got some ideas, but we'll talk about that next week for sure. Because we'll have no live tennis to talk about. Well, yeah. That that matters. Yeah, somebody's playing for the local. Yeah, baby. Local. I'll have some actual live tennis to talk about. Yeah. Maybe. We we should we should out in the parking lot. We should record <laughs> from in the parking lot. It's going to be so cold outside. Yes, it will be. It's seventy. It was like seventy two degrees coming into the studio today. Somebody said eighty one today is supposed to be the high. Yeah, the high. And then it's supposed to be snowing in. I got news. Seventy two hours. I got news for you. If this is global warming, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. You want everybody wants global warming in January and December and February. Yeah, so the high is 80 or 81 today. Mostly sunny. Tomorrow it's 74. Oh, it's lovely. 62, and then on Wednesday he drops off a cliff. 40 degrees for the high. Yeah. What a And snow, which we haven't had oh, in a couple of years at least. Awful. Perfect for our indoor tennis we have going on. All right. Yeah, that's true. So, All right, anything else on the Aussie Open or anything else in the world? I think that's it. Oh. It is good to have tennis back. Yes. That was, that was the most dynamic, energetic two two weeks abroad, three weeks of broadcasting we've had in a while. <laughs> I know. And then it, it comes out of nowhere and then it ends it, out of it nowhere. Disappears. It's, it's like, like it just in the middle of a what was that? blank slate on the calendar. Yeah. Again, we have a fix for that. Tune in next week to find out the fix Yeah. Uh, for that. And until next time, thanks for joining the revolution. Bye, guys. Shrimp on the baby.